0: People use drugs, legal and illegal, because their lives are intolerably painful or dull. They hate their work and find no rest in their leisure. They are estranged from their families and their neighbors. It should tell us something that in healthy societies, drug use is celebrative, convivial, And occasional whereas among us it is lonely shameful and addictive we need drugs apparently because we have lost each other hello and welcome to episode 430 of under the call of MS this is a Wellness Wednesday episode that was a quote from Wendell Berry from the art of the commonplace the Agrarian Essays. Uh, yeah, today we got a bunch of health stuff we'll look over, review, and decide whether or not I think it's good for me or others, or if there's other ways we can do things, benefit from certain things. Uh, but yeah. I just read stuff I find and give you my opinion about it. So don't listen to me about anything medically. I'm not a doctor. Check with your doctor, your specialist, all that stuff to make sure that everything is in good working order for you. And it's all stuff that is going to help with your issues and your body type. And let's see what kind of things are out there for us. Starting off, we got foods that have long shelf life. Actually, this one looks, I think we actually went through this not long ago. Let's see what we got here. I mean, we got the healthier ones, which are prunes, which, yeah, you can use prunes in a lot of different ways. Uh, They work good as a substitute to some bad things. I got a cat attacking my stuff on my table while I'm trying to do a podcast. All of a sudden, he was fine up until then. He just decides to be a little shit. But yeah, it's like prunes. You can do a variety of things with. I uh, made a a fake caramel. It's a, supposed to be a healthier substitute for caramel. That was made by taking... Sorry about the crinkling and stuff. I'm trying to give my cat a little snack so he just isn't being a little shithead the whole time. But uh, I can't remember what the hell I mixed with it. It was... I threw it all into my food processor. It was cashews, prunes. I thought there was some type of juice that I was putting in there to help make it more peanut buttery, caramely. Uh, it might have just been cashews and prunes because the prunes have moisture in them. And... I don't know. I'll have to find that recipe, but I'm pretty sure it might have just been cashews and prunes that were ground up in the food processor. And then it's I uh, wrapped it in plastic wrap, rolled it into, like, tube form and then cut myself little circles out and just made myself little caramels from it and it's pretty close to a caramely taste it's pretty good uh, for a healthy version of a caramel Uh, but hey there's lots of other things you can do with them but then they have pulses which what the hell pulses include lentils chickpeas beans and dry peas so basically your beans and peas that you use that are, you pick up in the dry form winter squash and cabbage, and all your different gourds and cabbage and stuff. Yet the purple cabbage, green cabbage, they have so much different types now with their crossbreeding and everything. Uh, riced, spiralized vegetables and pasta. I don't. I mean, I don't, they're not really long shelf life. Items. I got to get up and let the cat out now, but I think I have my situation set up where I can actually reach the door nicely. Well, almost. (laughs) Go on out there. You don't know why you want to go out. It's just, it's been another miserable, hot, humid week. I guess it is the first week of summer, I guess. So we get to deal with all that crap and the weather situations and stuff. So, but I guess these would be considered long shelf life forms until you use them. But once you use them, I and mean, if you spiralize your vegetables into a spiralized pasta unless you're freezing it i don't know how well it'll hold up i know they have frozen spiralized pasta rices vegetable rices vegetable noodles and all that that are all ready to go that they have in the freezer section so i would assume that they'd freeze nicely but and you keep them in squash form and gourd form forever and then when you're ready for them then spiralize them and then you'll be good to go but that way they have a longer shelf life but once you spiralize them they don't i don't think they'll have much of a shelf life because the moisture and mold and mildew and nastiness they'll get nasty eventually slimy probably oats are very uh Recipe friendly you can use them for baking for cooking for eating raw I mean, there's so many ways you can play around with oats canned salmon and tuna I I like keeping a bunch of canned salmon or canned tuna and and salmons Uh, I got to get into sardines. I got to find a way to like them I guess if I use them for a salty portion of my recipes or something The sardines are so good for us. Uh, The canned chicken nowadays. uh, You can get canned white chicken. That's just beautiful. Uh, All that stuff's good for long shelf life. Uh, Coconut milk. You can use it for... Drinking for recipes, for whatever, and it's got a nice long shelf life, and then you can get the different forms of the coconut milk and the heavier, the thicker version or the lighter versions. There's a variety of different ones out there for you to grab on to. They have Pyre P-Y-U-R-E, organic all-purpose stevia blend. I think that shit's disgusting, but if you need a sweetener, may as well go with a healthier version of it, but I think this stuff's nasty. I'd rather use pure maple syrup or pure honey or something like that for my sweetener <clears throat> than sitting there dumping that nasty stevia shit into my good-tasting foods. Uh Veggies Made Great is a company that has uh, a variety of vegetable-based items that you can buy, and they have double chocolate muffins that look really good that I'm looking at here that I might have to try next time I see them. And some less healthier choices they have on here that you can store in your pantry is instant pancake mix. I mean... Food Club, I mean, a lot of people look at it like generic versions of stuff, but I'm telling you, you pick up the box of Food Club Blueberry Pancake Mix, that shit's awesome. I mean, they're all good. The Hungry Man, the different Buttermilk Pancakes, all those, all those ready-to-go pancake mixes, they're all excellent. These just require water, and you're good to go. Uh, you can buy the ones that require eggs and oil and all that shit, but I don't. I just go for the water-based ones, and I love the Food Food Club Blueberry. I I, I make – I'll do the hungry or Hungry Jack, I think, buttermilk style or whatever they are, pancakes, the big fluffy ones, and I'll put – frozen blueberries in there myself, and then I'll make up this food club one. I'm telling you, comparison-wise, it's hard to tell the difference other than the size of the blueberries. But it's definitely worth it. Cheap, great meal. I love having pancakes for dinner. Once a month, once or twice a month, we'll have pancakes for dinner. I like doing that. Uh, They have toaster strudel on here. I mean, that's a frozen item, but I wouldn't say that's healthy in any way, shape, or form. But uh, they have good deals on them a lot. Frozen pre-fried chicken. Get chicken tenders, chicken breast, all that stuff. I like to get a lot of our... Breaded related items, I will buy a lot of frozen ones still to this day. I know they're not healthy, but you know what? You got to eat stuff that everybody can handle. And when I'm a 24-7 caretaker of a 86-year-old lady with dementia, I mean, I could feed her the same thing every day and she wouldn't know because every time we have something, it's like, oh, I can't remember the last time I had this it was just three days ago, Ma. Sadly, the stupid brain just doesn't remember those things. I and mean, we can have it the night before, and she still won't remember ever having it. Which is sad. Dementia's a bitch. Alzheimer's a bitch. All that shit. It's like, yeah. She's 86. I don't think she's ever had a prescription drug in her life unless it was some basic simple thing she had well i'll take that back she has for urinary tract infection has had to be on antibiotics but other than that the woman didn't have to do anything like all her children uh they sold all natural products uh bee pollen related medications and stuff like that for decades and uh they lived long lives on just those products. Uh, but like I've said before, you got to look at the product and see where it's made, how it's made, what's processed in it, because the original company they worked for, the products actually were, I, I'd swear by the bee pollen, the bee propolis, the shark cartilage, uh, There's a heart health pack that I had some things that benefited me, but then all of a sudden uh, I started having problems with it and found out that there was a grapefruit extract in it. And if I have grapefruit with some of my medications, it messes with me. So I had, had to go off that. But then the company, when the father died, the son took it over, sold the company, and remade the company with a different recipe for the products and the products weren't the same they did not have the impact that they had previously so you could tell that he changed the recipe up and wasn't giving us what we thought we were getting but the other products were still being sold by a new company that bought them out and got all the recipes so you could still get them through them but we just quit selling for the company and left them and but surprisingly my mother lived to 86 without any prescription meds that she got stuck with the rest of her life and she's getting around goes out and about picking up her sticks every day bitching about picking up sticks but then all winter long, bitches that it's cold and can't wait to get outside and pick up sticks. So she does, she starts bitching about that. <laughs> but she's alive and well, other than her brain. So that's a good thing. It's nice to. Me and my wife moved in to take care of her so she could stay living in her home that they built when I was born. And. Uh, she may forget everybody's name. She may forget everybody that she knew and grew up with and may forget her daily daily tasks in life and everything, but she's healthy enough to be able to live in her home. And as long as she can, I will stay here and take care of her. And hopefully she'll be able to spend her whole life, the rest of her life here. If not, And she has to go to a home, and so be it, and we'll deal with it when it comes to it. But I'd prefer she stays in her home for the rest of her life. Dad was able to pass away in the home that he built, and I prefer that to happen to Mom, too. But we'll see. Never know what the brain's going to do. Frozen pizzas they have on the list, eh? We still have pizzas in our freezer for those oddball nights when I don't want to cook or some, someone just pops over and you don't want to whip a bunch of shit up. You just want to throw something together fast. It's a good way to go. Creamy canned soup they have on the list. I'd say any canned soup. Hey. Right. Get a big can of tomato soup. Keep it in your fridge. You may not use it for the longest time, but then all of a sudden it's like, hey, let's just have my... Ma- Uh, grilled cheese and tomato soup. And it just tastes so good. Once in a great while when you have it. Uh, I like having the clam chowders. I like having the gumbos. uh, Split pea and ham. That's a once every six month thing. The wife likes it, but I'm not big on it. But we'll whip it out once in a great while. Have it with maybe a ham and cheese sandwich. Uh, I like keeping broccoli cheese soup in there, uh, cream of chicken, cream of celery. Those type of things are good for using in cooking. Uh, If you make a tuna noodle casserole. I like using the broccoli cheese soup instead of like a cream of chicken or a crema crema mushroom soup or whatever. But yeah, those can all be used for something eventually. They have ice cream on the list. I this is to a healthy site. <laughs> I love their choices. I'm all up for them, but those are not healthier choice. Those are not little less healthy. Those are way less healthy choices. But, yeah, there's some good foods that you can store away if you have to. Not necessarily good foods, but foods you can store away if you have to. Uh, Some moves you can do to make the most of your at-home workout. I see a little furry cat. Looks like he wants in from the heat. Just get yourself a pet. That's all the exercise you need. They'll keep you on your toes. Constantly making you let them in and out. Take care of them. Feed them and clean them and clean up after them. (laughs) it can be all kinds of fun. Let's see what kind of workout moves they have for your at-home workout gym. You do the bridge, just lay flat on your back with your arms and hands flat on the ground on your sides. Bring your knees up and your feet flat on the ground and then just lift your buttocks up off the ground. Up in the air, just a pelvic pelvic thrust. Then you have the chair squat. Just have a chair behind you, and then you stand with your arms straight out in front of you, and squat down until your buttocks just barely touches the seat of the chair, and then come back up. You got knee push-ups, which lay flat on your face, then put your hands on your side like you're going to push up, and toes on the ground, knees on the ground, and just, Work your upper body using your arms, just doing your beginner style push-ups or you could do real push-ups on stairs like I do. Uh, Stationary lunge. Split your stance with your right leg in front. Your right foot should be flat on the ground and your left foot should be up on its toes. Bend your knees and lunge stopping when your right thigh is parallel to the ground. Push up through your right foot to return to the starting position. And all these you can do, whatever amount of reps work for you, just use your judgment. Don't wanna hurt your body. If you're feeling pain, stop. It's better than ended up pulling a muscle and then being laid up for a few weeks. Uh, Plank to downward dog. Just get into a high plank position with your hands stacked underneath your shoulders. And get your feet close together, keeping your core engaged and your hands and feet stationary. Pike your hips up and back into the downward dog pose. Your body should form a triangle with the ground. Keep your neck neutral. Your gaze should be directed towards your feet. Hold there for a second and return to the plank and repeat. You got straight leg donkey kicks or you get on all fours with your hands aligned with your shoulders and your knees aligned with your hips, keeping your back straight. Push your right foot out to the imaginary wall behind you while keeping your legs straight. Your foot should remain flexed toes pointing down towards the floor throughout. Take care to keep your hips square to the ground, Squeeze your buttocks at the top. Return to the starting position and repeat for the desired number of reps, and repeat on the other side. Yep, bird dog. We get on all fours ensuring your hands are directly underneath your shoulders. And your knees are underneath your hips keeping your neck neutral simultaneously extend your left arm and right leg keeping your hips square to the ground pause for two seconds then return to the start position and repeat with your right arm and right leg let's see where we're going yeah, we still got some time here you got the forward plank Or you assume a plank position on your forearms. Your body should form a straight line from head to feet. Ensure your lower back and hips don't sag. Hold the position for 30 seconds to a minute. Nice and simple. You got sideline hip abduction. Or you lie on your left side with your left leg straight, right leg straight, and right foot resting on the ground. Lift your right leg up, maintaining the position of your body. Make sure your hips don't open up. Return to the start position. Repeat for the desired number of reps, then do to the other side. There's bicycle crunch. Lie on your back and bring your legs to a tabletop position. Bend your elbows and put your hands behind your head. Crunch up and bring your right elbow to your left knee, straightening your right leg. Release the crunch slightly and bend your right leg and straighten your left leg. Then bring your left elbow to your right knee and repeat for the desired number of reps. And then you can modify those to advance all those moves by doing like a single leg bridge or doing regular squats without chairs Regular push-ups, walking lunges, pipe push-ups, uh, get-up squats, doing a superman, plank with alternating leg lift, kneeling side plank with hip abduct, abduction, the dead bug. And then you can advance it even for, forward with doing the bridge with the leg extended, the overhead squat, the one-legged push-up. Jumping lunges, elevated pike pushups, the get up squat with jump, the advanced bird dog, one leg or one arm plank, side plank with hip abduction, howl hold to jackknife, and there's all kinds of different modifications you can do to make any of your workouts harder. Yeah, these all look familiar to something that we talked about not long ago, so... You can get more detailed movements and activity of those moves by going back and looking at some of our older podcasts. Let's see what you can find, if you find anything interesting that might help you out or make you enjoy your workout better, modify your workout better. Uh I guess, I mean, we're all running out of time here. So I think I'm going to stop it now and then I'll get into some more workout type things and other things that you can do to help you out health wise right after this. All right, let's talk about some cardio. What kind of exercises can you do to build up your cardio? High knees. Stand with your legs together and arms at your sides. Lift one knee towards your chest. Lower your leg and repeat with the other knee. Continue alternating knees, pumping your arms up and down. There's butt kicks where you stand with your legs together and arms at your side. Bring one heel towards your butt, lower your foot and repeat with the other heel. Continue alternating your heels and pumping your arms. There's lateral shuffles where you stand with your feet hip width apart, knees and hips bent, lean forward slightly and brace your core. Lift your right foot and push off your left foot and move your right. Move right while keeping your form. Place your feet together. Continue shuffling to the right. Repeat the same steps to the left side. It's basically like you're side skating or skiing. Kind of like dragging your feet across. Got the crab walk where you sit on the floor, knees bent and feet flat. Place your hands on the floor under your shoulders. Fingers pointed toward tor- forward. Lift your hips off the floor. Walk backwards using your arms and legs. Keeping your weight evenly distributed between your arms and legs. Continue walking backward for the desired distance. Or as long as you want to go to scare the shit out of some little kids or something. And act like one of those creepy little horror Horror characters. You got standing oblique crunches. Or you stand with your feet shoulder width apart. Place your hands on the back of your head. Elbows pointing outward. Bend to the right. Moving your right elbow down and your right knee up. Return to starting position. Repeat on the left side. There's speed skaters, which are a lot different than the other one, but Kind of the same effect, but start in a curtsy lunge, both knees bent, and your right leg diagonally behind you. Bend your right arm and straighten your left arm. Push off your left leg, moving your right leg forward. Bring your left leg diagonally behind you and switch arms. Continue skating left and right, basically just like if you were skating. Speed skating, but slowly. There's jumping jacks, which everybody should know from phys ed class, but stand with your legs together and arms at your sides. Bend your knees slightly. Jump and spread your legs wider than shoulder width. Lifting your arms overhead, jump to center and repeat. Got toe taps where you stand in front of the curb or a step or you're stepping uh, workout equipment or a block or whatever you have. Rest one foot on top, toes facing down. Quickly switch legs to bring the other foot on top and continue alternating feet. As you get used to the movement, move left or right while doing your toe taps to increase it. Get squat jumps, where you start with your feet shoulder-width apart, bend your knees and lower into a squat. Swing your arms back, and then quickly swing your arms upward and jump. Land gently back in a squat, and repeat. Standing alternating toe touches, where you stand with your feet shoulder-width apart and arms at your sides. Brace your core, lift your right leg up. Simultaneously, raise your left hand up and over, reaching towards your right toes. Repeat with your left leg and right hand. Got lunge jumps where you start in a lunge. Both knees bent at 90 degree angles. Point your feet forward. Brace your core. Pull your shoulders down and swing your arms back. Quickly swinging them upward and jump simultaneously. Switch legs and land in a lunge and repeat. It's like a lot of these are pretty much the same, just a little bit of a modification. You got box jumps where you stand in front of in front of a knee-high box or platform. Place your feet hip width hip width apart and arms at your sides. Engage your core, bend your knees and hinge forward at your hips, keeping your back flat. Swing your arms up and jump explosively onto the box. Land gently, leaning forward slightly. Jump back off the box and repeat. But be careful with all these moves, especially if you have bad knees like me and your knees might blow out on you or something like that. Just be very careful when doing all these jumping-style exercises. You got plank jacks, or you start in a plank, with your hands under sh- hand, your hands under shoulders and your body straight bring your feet together jump and spread your legs wider than shoulder width jump back to a plank and repeat and then you can advance all those moves by doing mountain climbers and plank ski hops, and diagonal jumps, rotational jacks, Burpees, and inchworm crawls. And just all kinds of little modifications to make all those a little bit harder. A little bit more intense. So if you're trying to lose weight and get in shape. Or you can just do them and work them to the best of your body's performance. And benefit from it. And when you're dealing with MS... Any little movements we can do are beneficial in the long run for us. So, let's see some, uh, some good non perishable foods out there. Some other ones. Let's see if this list has anything different. We got dried and canned beans, uh, nut butters. Uh, they got a lot of interesting nut butters out there nowadays, almond, walnut based. Uh, There's just so many. I played around with some, uh, what you call it, chickpeas the other day, just trying to dry them out in the oven so I could season them up and munch on them like a potato chip snack, but healthier version of it. But they still had a little moisture in them, so they were good the first day, but that, as they sat, they the moisture kind of ruined them. Uh, dried fruits and nuts. And you can get yourself a dehydrator, food dehydrator. It can be a pain in the ass because damn things can run. I mean, you can run racks of dehydration items for a day or two before they're done sometimes depending on how thick you cut them. So be careful with the thickness. I like to go a little thicker just because I like a chewier version, but those aren't going to hold up sealed up. I'll usually do seal a meal if I'm making them and sealing them. They'll hold up better that way. But I like the ones that are had that little bit of chewiness to them, especially when you do like banana slices Apricot slices. It's just nice to have that little bit of chew to it, but they're not going to hold up in the pantry long if you're doing it that route. Canned fish and poultry and all this stuff that we talked about before, nuts and seeds. Uh, grains. Canned vegetables and fruits. uh, I like my canned and frozen vegetables and fruits. I believe they hold their nutrients better than the other that are being plucked and the nutrients are just disappearing as they sit on the shelf. Uh, Jerky granola and protein bars now with jerky jerky you got to watch it too because there's homemade jerkies that I don't think will hold up like uh the prepackaged ready to go jerkies. Uh there's a lot of companies out there that make their own local jerkies now and they're good. And they're awesome. They're soft, they're tender, they're melt in your mouth deliciousness. But uh I don't think they're going to hold up as long as the regular jerkies would. But I could be wrong. Granola and protein bars, they have so many of them out there. My wife's addicted to the Luna bars right now. They got some pretty awesome flavors. I like the lemon bar with the, like, blueberry jelly on the top of it. It's just, uh it's good. Soups, canned soups freeze dried meals stock up on military MRIs or MREs military or meals, ready to eat, uh, shelf, stable milk and non-dairy milk. Uh, Yeah. Basically non-perishable foods that last a long time without spoiling and are necessary for numerous situations. Whether you want to donate items to charitable organizations, prepare for potential emergencies, purchase backpacking-friendly products, or merely stock up your pantry, you can choose from an abundance of healthy foods that don't require refrigeration. Let's see, where are we at here? Oh, we got lots of time left. You can add some more things in here. Some exercises for balance and coordination, which many of us have issues with gait problems. Uh, You can do a stretching exercise, hip marching, just basically sit in a sturdy chair with your back touching the back of the chair. The person that's doing this workout that they're showing on the video doesn't have their back against their chair. Place your hands comfortably on your legs. Slowly lift lift your legs straight up, leaving the knee bent. Hold for a count of five or as long as you can comfortably hold it. And then return your foot to the floor. Repeat with the other leg. Very simple, but it's good for building up certain muscles. Uh, Pilates exercise roll-ups. You lie down on a mat with your legs straight. Reach overhead and hold the end of the mat with your fingertips. Exhale and try to pull your stomach in towards the floor. Still holding on to the mat, slowly peel the shoulder blades and upper back off the floor while gently pushing the head back into the mat, pause for two seconds, trying to feel that contraction in the abdominals, slowly reverse the movement, lowering the upper back down to the floor. I think all three of the exercise routines that we're talking about are ones that we just did not that long ago. Just a lot of these seem familiar. Spasticity exercises, the Achilles tendon release. While seated in a chair on the floor or on the floor, extend one leg and wrap a band or strap around the ball of the foot. Lengthen your spine by sitting up tall and gently pulling your stomach in towards your spine. Maintaining that upper body posture, slowly pull on the band or strap, pulling your foot back towards you. The movement should occur at the ankle joint, lengthening the overactive muscles in the back of the lower leg and heel. And this would be great also if you have any plantar fasciitis issues, I would believe. Uh, leg exercise, assisted butt kicks, stand and hold on to the back of a chair with both hands for support. Lift your heel back behind you and try to touch your butt. The movement should occur at the knee joint. When you can't get any higher, have a friend gently assist you with her hands to lift your heel as high as possible without discomfort. Lower your foot back down to the ground as slowly as possible. I think it should say her or him. (laughs) And I think you could do this and many of the workouts with a walker. Or if you're lucky, you get the nice new seated walkers, which we have. They're awesome. Uh, Chair exercise arm raise while sitting in a chair with your spine straight and tall against the back of the chair. Move one arm out to your side. Bring that same arm all the way out and up over your head while keeping your entire arm straight. Once your arm is above your head, hold it there while taking a full deep breath in and letting that same breath out. Bring your arm back down to rest at your side. And we got weight training exercise standing row. Wrap an exercise band around a pole or rod and grab the handles of the band. Take a few steps back from the pole, keeping your core light tight with your knees soft. Pull your hands towards you until your shoulders are in line with your elbows. Squeeze your shoulder blades together, then straighten your arms back to starting position. And it an exercise program may need to be adjusted as changes occur in your MS symptoms. Any person with MS who is initiating a new exercise program should also consult with a physician before starting. But yeah, take in the, some of those positions in the account and maybe you can work out a routine that works best for you. What we should know about brown fat. See, each kind of fat deserves a different purpose. White adipose fat, Watt, is the standard fat you've likely known about your whole life. It stores your energy in large fat droplets that accumulate around the body. The accumulation of the fat helps keep you warm by literally providing insulation for your organs. In humans, too much white fat can cause obesity. Too much white fat around the midsection may also create a higher risk of heart disease, diabetes, and other diseases. Brown fat, or BAT, stores energy in a smaller space than white fat. It's packed with iron-rich mitochondria, which is how it gets its color. When brown fat burns, it creates heat without shivering. This process is called thermogenesis. During this process, the brown fat also burns calories. Brown fat is highly regarded as a possible treatment for obesity and some metabolic syndromes. Uh, Some ways to build up brown fat is turn the temperature down. Exercising in a cool environment, taking cool showers are ways to increase the brown fat a little bit. Uh, Exercise is highly recommended by doctors. For adults, include doing one of the following every week, 150 minutes of moderate activity, like walking or playing tennis. Or 75 minutes, about eleven minutes per day of vigorous activity like jogging or swimming laps. There's not enough research to know for sure if exercise creates more brown fat, but exercise still has many health benefits. So they're gonna make your work out just to try and just cause you might think brown fat might become from it. But yeah, there's a lot of A lot more research that is needed before doctors can hand out a pill or other quick fix to convert white fat to brown fat. But before you start taking ice baths, eating more, or turning down your thermostat, start by making small changes to your diet and trying some low-impact exercise. None of that has anything to do with brown fat, though. So that's uncool that they had an article that didn't even address the actual situation that the article was about. Disappointing. Uh, Some mobility support devices for us people that have secondary progressive MS. Uh, they got customized braces. If you develop weakness or paralysis in the Muscles that lift your foot, you may develop a condition known as foot drop. This can cause your foot to drop or drag when you walk. To help support your foot, your doctor or rehabilitation therapist may recommend a type of brace known as an ankle foot orthosis, an AFO. This brace can help hold your foot and ankle in the proper position while you walk, which may help prevent tripping and falling. I don't use my AFO brace much when I'm walking unless I'm having a bad day with the foot drop. I know it's going to be active, but uh, mainly I use mine for sleeping because it sets off other issues with my spasticity, so it helps with the foot drop also. Functional electrical stimulation devices. Uh, F-E-S which can be good or bad depending on what your skin position is at at the time Uh, sometimes we're overly sensitive to any touch or feeling and some people like myself two thirds of my body is asleep so by connecting those devices or a TENS unit to me It just freaks out my flesh. But in this treatment approach, a lightweight device is attached to your leg below your knee. The device sends electrical impulses to your peroneal nerve, which activates muscles in your leg and foot. This may help you walk more smoothly, reducing your risk of tripping and falling. And... The FES only works if the nerves and muscles below your knee are in good enough condition to receive and respond to electrical impulses. Uh, canes, crutches, and walkers. We have a variety of different styles and shapes and forms of these devices. And you can benefit from them. Uh, why not use them? Don't worry about how you look with them. If it allows your body to walk further and farther, that's all we need. We don't have to, we're not out on beauty pageant show here. Uh, You need to have good arm and hand function to use these devices. But when used properly, these devices may help improve your balance and stability and reduce your chances of falling. If not used properly, they may actually raise your risk of falling. If poorly fitted, they can contribute to back, shoulder, elbow, and wrist pain. And yes, uh, if you're favoring one side by using a device, it can definitely affect the other side of the body and vice versa. And you just got to keep an eye on those things. See how your body's responding and, uh, definitely listen to your body and work with whatever's uh, becoming of it and work around it and fix the problem areas. Uh, Wheelchair or scooter are also things we may need and they have tons of different versions, lightweight, heavier, the electronic ones, the manual ones, and you gotta, it's best to work with a therapist and try out the different types and find things that fit and work with you the best. Uh, And like I was saying with the walkers nowadays, they have the seated walkers. They easily fold up. You can stick in your vehicle. We got one sitting in our back seat of our car now. Kind of permanent because anytime we go to a an event or anything like that where we might have to carry something or whatever, I take the walker and I can use it. And then if I need a brake, I got the seat on it. And it's also got storage under the seat. It's got hand brakes. I mean, there's so much to these things nowadays. They make it so nice and easier to work with you. But yeah, assisted devices are definitely worth it overall for helping us get through our days easier and being able to move around more and enjoy our life more and not be stuck Wondering if we're going to make it through the day, if we're going to make it through an event, or are we going to disappoint our friends and family and stuff like that. It's like, just use the devices. If you've been tripping, falling, or finding it difficult to get around, let your doctor know. They may refer you to a specialist who can evaluate and address your mobility support needs. They may encourage you to use... A mobility device, support device to help improve your safety, comfort, and activity level in your daily life. If you've been prescribed a mobility support device, let your doctor or rehabilitation therapist know if you're finding it uncomfortable or difficult to use. They can help you adjust it or whatever, give you some suggestions. They might make the adjustments for you to the device or encourage you. To use another device, your support needs might change over time. But, definitely take advantage of what you can for your, uh, assisted devices. This world's gotten way better. They got some awesome, and you can just, if you're embarrassed about using a cane, get yourself a fancy walking stick. They got some pretty cool walking sticks out there nowadays, uh. They got the ski poles that you can use. Then you got balance on both sides. Uh, there's just so much stuff out there. And if you're bored, grab a stick and whittle your own damn cane or stick out of it, <laughs> and give yourself a little hobby. But uh, I have some new assisted device technology ideas that I have been doing some scratching on my papers. About hoping that maybe someday one of my ideas will become something that will be used by people with chronic disabilities and hopefully help people get around better in life. That's my goal to make it easier for us to get around without being criticized and abused so damn much by people out there especially friends and family. It's ridiculous how much... I listen to people complain about things and how people treat them, and then I hear what they're... the little things that the people did to disappoint them, and say, I can give you a big-ass list of things that I hear on a regular basis, and it's just... It's not a friendly world out there for... People that are physical having physical issues, but we're running out of time, so we're gonna have to end it there. So be good to yourself, be good to everybody else. Kick a shadow monster, rate review, tell a friend, subscribe, send questions and comments to Kevin the Duck Pool at gmail.com. and hopefully we'll have some more videos for you to check out in the near future and some other things maybe, but for today. I hope you got some stuff you could use and we will get back you tomorrow with our normal Thursday episode I'm sure. And we'll talk to you then. So be good and be safe.